G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Time and again, you'll hear good stories about how amazingly successful school chaplaincy is throughout the nation. In fact, it's very rare, if ever, you'll hear of a school principal who doesn't appreciate the school chaplain in their school because they do such wonderful work with students. Broadly, the image of the Christian church is enhanced by the good work of chaplains who are working so well in schools. And with such a successful working Christian model, there must be important lessons that we can take from chaplaincy for the broader engagements of the Christian church with the community. Dr. David Pullman is the head of Applied Social Sciences at Christian Heritage College in Brisbane. Hello, David. Welcome back to 2020. Thanks so much, Neil. David, your area of expertise is in this area of school chaplaincy, and it has been such a successful model uh, you believe that there are some uh, some parallels and some changes that churches need to make to capitalise on the way it works. That's right. Um, one of the things that I was really stunned by in my research was that the churches generally, with three or four notable exceptions, the churches generally in Australia, in terms of share of the population, are actually going backwards in terms of its engagement with the Australian population. But in that same period of time, chaplaincy growth in public schools, which was the particular area that I studied, was almost growing exponentially. And I asked myself the question, why do people generally in Australia not want to engage with the church, the institutional church, and yet school chaplaincy has been you know, fairly much welcomed with open, open arms? And, and I put it down to this, that Chaplains who are working in schools are working a different kind of ministry paradigm to those who are ministering within the congregational church context. What I mean by that is this. Here are a few differences. When we are ministering in a local church, oftentimes we'll be asking people to come to us, whereas chaplaincy typically is a a ministry that goes to them. Secondly, you've got us doing ministry in our local church on our turf so that we can kind of pick the rules and choose the way we do things, whereas chaplaincy goes working on their turf where somebody else calls the shots, you know, whether it be schools or hospitals or aged care systems or the Australian Defence Force or whatever, you're working on some, in somebody else's backyard and you're doing ministry there that's quite significantly different to ministry where you can call the shots yourself. And it seems to me that Australians seem to respond to that kind of ministry that is very much incarnational. What I mean by that is actually being the hands and feet of Jesus out in the community. Uh, Some time ago when the um, High Court case was on uh, about school chaplaincy, a couple of the ministers uh, from the Queensland government came out and, and spoke about how wonderful chaplaincy was. 
And one of the comments that one of the, one of the politicians made was that chaplains in our state schools were like the selvos in the rest of society. And I thought that was a really interesting perception that somehow the chaplains were seen to be Christian people doing ministry, but they were rolling their sleeves up and getting on with it out there in the community. And so, for example, when the bushfires in Victoria happened, when uh, Cyclone Yazi hit North Queensland, one of the first things that the federal government did was put more funding into state school chaplains. Why? Because they saw them as really, really practical help. Now, wouldn't it be great if the whole church was seen to be so positive as much as the chaplains are seen in general society? I reckon there is a, there's a secret there in how we can actually engage with our local communities as churches. David, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but there is also the perception with chaplains that there are guidelines that the chaplains hold to, and one of those is that they're not necessarily there to proselytise. Does that make Australians more comfortable to talk about the gospel if they feel as though there's not a decision of commitment that might necessarily come from the end of a conversation? Yep, I, I would take your point. And obviously chaplaincy is seen to be very strongly pastoral in its approach rather than being strongly evangelistic in its approach. However, and I, I come to this as a person who was a chaplain in schools for 10 years. I had lots and lots of conversations with staff members, parents, young people about spiritual issues without me having to raise the issue myself. Simply being an authentic Christian, demonstrating my Christian faith day by day as I rub shoulders with people, people would naturally look at me and go, you know what, there's something a bit different, and it would raise questions and just naturally flow into conversations that it wasn't me kind of waving a big black Bible over my head and saying, now tell me, are you saved? And yet we still had those conversations. You know, I saw people that the Lord healed as part of my ministry. I saw people restored in all sorts of different ways. I saw people come to faith in all sorts of different ways. So just because there are codes of conduct and so on, yes, I think people do feel more comfortable but at the same time, if we allow God to do his thing in us, there is no way that that restricts the way in which we can actually make really authentic and important faith connections with the people within those communities. David, I don't think you're saying we should have one or the other. You're saying that we need to perhaps promote more this model of pastoral care, the way that chaplaincy has worked so successfully because there won't be a lack of churches that will remain in the same sorts of models that you're saying perhaps are, are a little bit closed uh, for the general public to actually have access. Uh, but there is a sense, isn't there, that churches perhaps need to broaden the way that that model of chaplaincy has been so successful and reach out into communities using some of those principles that are working. Yep. I think as I read the New Testament, I see the church as being those people who have been mobilized to go into the world and make disciples. And if we go at the end of Matthew chapter 28, it talks about going into all the world, making disciples, teaching them, etc. I, I think that's the key to this. 
I think sometimes in church life we have made, if the church meets on a Sunday, we've made Sunday the main event and then maybe a few things happen during the week and so on until the next main event and we invest lots of money, lots of personnel and whatever to make the main event really special so that we can bring people along to the main event to have ministry done. What I'm suggesting is turning that upside down. I'm suggesting making the main event what we do in the world from Sunday to Sunday. Sunday then becomes a time of celebration for those of faith. It becomes a time of um, teaching and equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, to quote Paul, and, and then the main event occurs again from Monday to Saturday out in the world to the point that when somebody asks the local shopkeeper or somebody down the street, who is it that really makes a difference in our community? The first group that they think of is the Christian church. Well, David, it's a challenge and uh, it's good, inspiring stuff uh, where chaplaincy has been so successful. There are principles we can apply to our own personal lives. And uh, if we had more time, we could talk about uh, how that might apply to personal uh, evangelism in the workplace along the lines of a chaplaincy model too. And uh, we might have to save that for another day. But David Pullman, always a pleasure talking. Uh, Head of Applied Social Sciences at Christian Heritage College based in Brisbane. Uh, David, thanks for being with us again today on 2020. Thanks very much, Neil. Appreciate it. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.